and welcome to the Tapestry Podcast. My name is Chris Turner. Tapestry is the adoption and foster care ministry of Irving Bible Church in Irving, Texas. Joining me today on the podcast is Kayla North. Kayla and her husband Ryan lead Tapestry. They have six children, both biological and adopted, ranging in age from teens to toddlers. Kayla has spent a decade as a third grade teacher and now homeschools her kiddos. She and Ryan began their foster care journey in 2004 and opened their home to close to 30 foster children. She is an Empowered to Connect parent trainer, a trainer of trainers, and is a contributing writer to Empowered to Connect and Tapestry weblogs. You can also find her at OneBigHappyHome.com, and that's one spelled out, where she occasionally blogs in between changing diapers and biology lessons. Hi, Kayla. Thanks for being on the podcast. Hey, Chris. It's good to be here. I wanted to talk with Kayla about the subject of rest. Um, Kayla recently blogged on her website uh, that her family's word of the year was rest. So, Kayla, can you tell us a little bit about how that came about? So, rest came about not in the way that I would normally think of. You know, it's not like I just heard from God, okay, rest is your word for the year. But I kept running into the word rest. I was... Um, reading through a book that I had seen. It was called Teaching from Rest. So I was using it for my, you know, first school and things like that. I was also looking at some podcasts that um, the author of the book had done. I was listening to some of those. And then I was pulled out my preschool curriculum and, and here it is again. And I'm like, God, are you trying to tell me that that maybe that's our word? You know, I mean, everybody else was like hope and joy and I'm like rest. That sounds pretty good. I like to rest. And it was about the time that that all happened that we found out we might have to move for the third time and all these things that were not very restful started happening. And I thought, Oh, maybe I heard wrong. I must, that must not have been right. I must've been, must've been like chaos. That was really the word that, that God was trying to tell me. And I just was missing it somehow. I find that sometimes God has to kind of beat us over the head with those sorts of things to convince us that is what he wants for us. We went through a similar process when we were adopting our third son from Rwanda in that the thought that I had was, Rwanda? Really? (laughs) I I didn't have any real opposition to it. It just seemed like, why Rwanda? And uh, I kind of, you know, put it off. And lo and behold, we went to a concert. And there in the lobby was a stand for a coffee mission from Rwanda. (laughs) Okay. And then a few days go by, and I just happen to turn on the TV. And on the news is something about businesses in Rwanda. And, you know, it kept happening with surprising regularity for like the next two weeks. And finally I was like, okay, I get it. Got the picture. Rwanda is the thing. So, yeah, Yeah, I think that's the the route he has to kind of take with us sometimes. No, no, I really mean rest. Yes, yes. Well, and I I just kept going, this couldn't have been right. I mean, that's not, I'm not feeling very rested. (laughs) I'm feeling kind of crazy. I'm feeling very unrested, but I think that was kind of what he meant, right? I mean, he needed me to rest, but not just the physical rest, but resting in him, right? right? And resting in, in that he had a plan for what we were going through and all the struggles that we were having that I could rest in him 
to get us through those things because I was trying to get them done on my own. I was right. trying to find a plan and make a plan and do this thing. And, and really what he needed me to do was sit back and rest and rest in him. And that's what I wasn't getting. What I was thinking was, yeah, I'm going to get a nap every day. <laughs> I mean, this is the year of rest. I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to get a nap. My children aren't going to fight, so we're going to get schoolwork done quickly. I mean... I had a totally different idea of what rest was going to look like. And God quickly showed me, no, 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 you've missed the point. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean you were going to get to physically rest all the time. Although physical rest, I think, is good and needed. And as a mom, I need that physical rest for sure. That's a good point. The rest that we're looking for isn't necessarily just a physical one, but a spiritual one as well. How have you found that works in your day-to-day life, homeschooling the kids and, and trying to find the spiritual rest as well as the physical? Well, you know, long ago when I first became a mom, I remember hearing people say, you know what, your your time with God's going to look different. You know, you might not get time every day to read your Bible and you might not be able to pray every day other than the fleeting, you know, Lord help me prayer, you know, as something's going wrong or whatever. And that's okay. And and I, I get the heart of what they were trying to say was that it's going to look different. I'm not going to be able to do, you know, an inductive study that I used <laughs> to do that was going to take me an hour long right. to do, right? I'm not going to get that same intensity. You know, my commentaries and you know, Bible dictionaries have sat on the shelves for a long time and haven't been able to use them. But I think what I did with that was I took that to mean that God was okay with me kind of putting him on the shelf and not not spending time in his word. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to realize is that I need to spend time in his word every day, but it might be five minutes instead of 50 minutes. You know, I mean, it it might be different. Um, I'm finally at a place where I can get back into a regular Bible study where I'm meeting with women every week, but I haven't always been there. But I think some of the time it was because not that I couldn't be there, but because I had given myself the out that because I was a mom and they were like, it's just a, you know, I heard it's just a phase. It's just a stage of life. And I'm like, this stage of life has lasted for too long <laughs> That's right. and I need to get out of that stage of life. Right. I mean, I've had toddlers for the last 11 years. I've had somebody in the toddler stage. I've had two in diapers until just the last six months and one of them's regressing. So, I mean, I'm kind of back to two in diapers again, you know? So I feel like I, I kind of gave myself an out. And so I wasn't resting in God in the sense of I wasn't in his word on a regular basis and I wasn't praying on a regular basis. I was kind of out of that and I had given myself an excuse as a mom, but I found that I really need that. And so that spiritual rest comes in the form of my relationship with God. And if I am in better communion with him and if I'm spending time in his word and if I'm spending time praying, then I feel like I can rest in him more and I do trust him more. Um, And so I've had to learn, kind of unlearn that rut that I had gotten into of, okay, I'll read my Bible once a week and that'll be enough because I'm a mom. I mean, that's moms just get that excuse. One of those things you you mentioned about finding the time, even if it's five minutes each day, I found that for myself, what really helped kind of jumpstart my daily time in the Word again was the YouVersion app. Because you can find, they have all kinds of different devotionals that you can you can pick, including ones that just walk you through the books of the Bible. You know, there's no specific theme or anything. It's just, you know, how many how much Bible reading do you want to do a day kind of a thing. Yeah. And um, I started with, uh, with uh, the Gospels. And it doesn't just give you a, a whole chapter to do. It might even break the chapters up. And 
literally five minutes a day, you can, you know, do a pretty good amount of Bible reading. Yeah. And so that's something that, uh, for those of you who might be wondering the same thing that Caleb wondered once upon a time, when can I find five minutes to read the Bible? That might be a, a good uh, outlet for you, and we'll definitely include that in the show notes. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. I was at a, this mom's retreat this last weekend, and one of the speakers, she even suggested that exact same thing. But what she said was she said she uses the read to me, you know, mm-hmm. where you it'll just read it to you right. while she's getting ready in the morning. Yep. She's like, I literally just put it on the counter while I'm getting ready, and I let it read to me while I am doing my makeup and my hair. And I thought, how have I never thought of that before? <laughs> like, it never occurred to me to do that. And I thought, that's beautiful because there are some mornings that I wake up and my kids are all sleeping and I can sit down and I can read my Bible or, you know, I sit with one of them during rest time and I can read my Bible. But then there are those mornings that I hit the ground running and my children are all whining and what's for breakfast and I need something to eat and, you know, that little one won't sleep at nap time. So no Bible reading gets gets done, you know, I mean, so there's, there's all sorts of stuff. And so, yeah, that app is an amazing free resource to get, you know, whatever version of the Bible you want to read is right there at your fingertips. And just like you might be listening to this podcast in the car, you can also do the read to me function and get your Bible reading done in the car as well. So yes, it's very versatile. That's one of the reasons why it's, my number one go-to app for Bible stuff on my iPhone. One of the things you mentioned earlier was uh, finding that place of rest again and how you were able to reconnect with God on a daily basis. How has that looked for you and your family in moving that concept of rest into your parenting? Well, that's a good question because it is a process for sure, and it didn't happen overnight, and it's still a process. I mean, we're still in the middle of trying to figure out how does that look in our family, and what does rest look like for our kids? What does it look like in our marriage? What does it look like in our parenting? And so I think that in the chaotic, hectic world we live, we're just constantly go, 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 move from one thing to the next, and, you know, we have our kids enrolled in too many things, and we go, we're overcommitted ourselves. you know, I mean, that's just the world we live in, and so trying to find that place of rest in our family is hard sometimes. Um, one thing that we've started doing with our kids is we're, we're doing more Bible memory, um, getting just kind of getting the word into the kids mm-hmm. regularly. I mean, they hear it. They, I mean, they could tell you most stories in the Bible that, you know, the familiar kids stories, right? right? They know that, but we're trying to dig into a little bit, um, different stories that maybe they've not heard and discuss them a little bit more and memorize some verses so that they have those to, you know, just pull from whenever they need a verse. So we've, we've worked in more memory work. Now we didn't, come from, I didn't come from a reformed background where we memorized catechisms or anything like that, but mm. we decided to pull in some, the, the kids version of the Westminster shorter catechism. Okay. And it's been really interesting with the kids, just kind of having them begin to recite those things and just these truths that are sinking in for them mm-hmm. in those short times. Now our Bible time, sometimes it lasts, you know, five minutes because that's all they can handle. Right. And sometimes we get into the stories and they're discussing them and they're, I mean, they've memorized quite a few verses and they've been able to memorize a lot of these catechism questions and just really getting some truth, um, just memorizing that truth. And they think it's fun because some of the words are a little bit harder and a little bit more theological than they might normally speak. And they think it's kind of neat that they've memorized these really, you know, different things. And, 
And so it's been fun to do that. And we've also, um, we, we spend a lot of time with our family. Our, you know, our parents are both close by. Mm. And so we spend every Friday night, we go have dinner with my parents. And every Sunday afternoon, we go have dinner, we have lunch with Ryan's parents. And what we started doing probably about a year ago or so is we started taking the last weekend of the month and making kind of like a Sabbath weekend for us. Mm-hmm. We, we don't go to our parents' house for meals. We, um, on church for church on Sunday, we're so thankful that our church has the live streaming and we sit in our pajamas and our cup of tea and we watch it on TV, right? We let the little ones kind of play at the feet at our feet. And we kind of, we're teaching our older kids how to sit through church because normally they go to class, but they can sit and listen, um, with us. But then we can have a more relaxed morning. There's none of that, you know, yelling at the kids to get out the door so we can go to church right. mornings. It, it takes yeah. that stress completely it out takes of it, the morning. Yes, yeah. completely out. And then we've been trying to do some fun activities with the kids um, each month for that Saturday. Mm. We went um, ice skating one weekend, you know, one month. I think that was in January we went ice skating. And then um, we went to a trampoline park in February. And the kids thought that was a lot of fun, especially... Because mom and dad were trying to get into the jumping and doing that and not just watching from the side. And did you do so, the Velcro wall at the trampoline? They park? didn't have a Velcro oh. wall at the place we went, but they did have a rock climbing wall, which I was terrible at. <laughs> and I used to go rock climbing when I was in college. Like that was, I had a rock climbing pass and I knew how to belay people and I could rock climb and. Yeah, I made a complete fool of myself, but my children thought it was hilarious. And I mean, I really think it's it's helped our family to kind of rest in our family life. Like we're just a little more connected. We're mm-hmm. a little bit more, um, you know, the kids feel like mom and dad are a little more there, even though our schedules are still demanding and busy. Having that weekend, I think, has been really good for our kids just to kind of have that time of rest. And then we're trying to just... You know, we've moved closer to civilization, so we don't spend so much time in our car. Dad's commute's not so long, you know, those kinds of things. So it's hel- that's been helpful, too, in just giving us more time. We've gotten more time back. I found that um, this week that we're recording this podcast is spring break for our local uh, school district. And on Tuesday, I was able to spend a lot of time with just one of my, my boys. And it's one of the ones that I, I don't get to spend as much time with in the course of a normal week. And so it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. just getting that. It was probably half a day. It was just the two of us and it was a lot of fun. And I did feel that sense of rest when we got back to the house after going on our little adventure for the day. And yeah. I told him, I said, it's been really great just spending this time with you today. Yeah. That we don't, you know, I don't get a lot of one-on-one time with you. Mm-hmm. And there is just, there is a peace and a calming that kind of comes from that. Yeah. Spending time is a, is a great way just to rest with our family. And yeah, I agree. So spending time with each other has been a good way for us to rest and connect. Just like spending time with God is a good way for us to rest in him and connect with him. Speaking of connecting with God, you mentioned something in that blog post about rest. You found yourself arguing with God. Yeah. And I think that's something that's probably familiar for most believers. You find yourself at odds with with the Lord over any myriad number of issues. How did that look for you and your family with regard to this resting in him? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you pray for patience and then God gives you all these things oh, to help build your patience. Right. He gives you opportunities, right? And so I start going, 
you know, Lord, we're not going to do New Year's resolutions. We've just stopped doing those, but maybe a word would be good. Yeah. And then I start hearing rest, rest. And then, oh no, this is not restful. <laughs> no, this is not. No, I don't, this I don't like this. This could not. No, there must be a different word. What did you mean, Lord? I mean, I feel like there must be something different. And I just, I mean, I literally, I started a Bible study for the first time in a long time that I've been to go, been able to go to a women's Bible study. And the first homework assignment, like there's a challenge every week. Mm -hmm. So it's like you've got your, you know, your daily reading and, and study. But then there's like this one extra like challenge. I kid you not. The first challenge was to rest, literally to go to bed early one night and sleep until you wake up or to take a nap one day. And I'm like, okay, Lord. (laughs) Uh, maybe this is really what you mean, but yes, exactly. When is that supposed to happen? I don't understand. And so, yeah, I did. I mean, it was just a lot of kind of praying and going, Lord, I don't really see that this is restful. What's going to happen? I mean, we had a big kind of fiasco with our housing situation. We were trying to buy a house and we were leasing um, the house until we could buy it. And it just kind of was a, was a crazy um, we thought we were going to have to move again and we'd already moved twice before getting into the house. And so here we, here I'm, I'm like, yes, rest. I'm going to write this blog post about rest. And I mean, I was really excited cause I, I thought I really feel like this is our word and I'm going to write that down. And, and, you know, because I think if I write it down, then I really focus on it more. Right. And so I'm like, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write this. And then all of a sudden the walls come crashing in on this rest. And I think, this can't be it, God. I mean, really, is it going to be like patience? Like I want patience. And so I'm going to have all these opportunities to test my patience. Is it like that with rest? I mean, like, okay, I'm not actually going to get any rest. I'm just going to learn what rest is. So yeah, that was kind of, was so kind did of you tough. get to sleep in or did you get to take a nap? I, I didn't that week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I think I did the next week. We tried to get it in there somewhere, but that first week I did not. It was a little bit, it was in the midst of this really crazy, but I, I've been trying to take more time. We've been trying to go to bed earlier and get some of that physical rest. Um, I was able to go to a, a women's retreat. Your Your wife got to go last month and it was so good. I mean, it was so nice to just be with other moms. It was for adoptive and foster moms. And it was so nice just to be with other moms who kind of get this journey that we're on, but also to get some time to rest. I did take a nap the first day I got there. You know, I, I was like, I'm going to get some rest in, but I also got some spiritual rest. I got to hear some great speakers and I got to just, you know, learn from some of the other moms, what they're going through and how this looks in their life. Which gives you background that you can draw on when you get back to your family. And exactly. you, can, you can take these lessons that you've learned and incorporate them into your daily parenting. Exactly. I would like to thank Kayla for being our guest on the podcast today. Thanks. Glad to be here. If you have a question for us that will fit into 140 characters, you may tweet it to us at tapestryibc and hashtag it podcast. If you require a bit more room, you can email us at tapestry at irvingbible.org. You may also find us on Facebook at Tapestry IBC. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Just search for Tapestry Adoption Podcast. You can also subscribe from our website, tapestryministry.org. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 